All right, welcome back to episode four of the Power Trip podcast. I am Four Point Play, but my actual name is Nathaniel. To my right, I got Muhammad, and down here, that's Tef. But uh, how y'all doing today? Doing pretty good, bro. Uh, that sounded very unenthusiastic, but we're going to keep it pushing. But we usually ask for a hot take before every episode. This is a very new podcast, so we're not getting any. But today we have two hot takes to react to for the next episode, for episode five. If you wanna, if you want us to react to your hot take, you know, drop it in the comments. But let me read it out. The first one is by the Prime Eater, and he said Dylan Brooks will win Defensive Player of the Year. So, what do you guys think? How likely is it that he actually wins the award, and what would have to happen for him to win it? <laughs> you know, bro, he's not winning. He's not winning. Does I mean he's a good defensive player, but I mean, like the Rockets gotta win number one. Like they're not winning nothing. Number two, it gotta be more known. Like he actually gotta make plays. Like there's a difference between like being a good defensive player and then defensive player that makes like plays. And I just don't think he makes enough plays. So yeah, I think. He made, he, made a, uh, he made an all-defensive team last year. So if it comes to, like, voters, they see him as an all-defensive player. And I would say most people that make the offensive team, they have a fair chance at making the winning defensive player of the year. But the thing is, yeah, the thing is they, don't, they just don't win enough. Like, even if you want to say he has the talent for it, the, the Rockets are, like, at the bottom of the conference. So it's just hard for me to say, oh, yeah, he, he, he's going to win enough. And... He'll be good enough defensively for him to win it. Mama, what do you think about this take, though? Um, I mean, like you guys said, he's not by any means a bad defensive player or anything crazy, but, like, I don't think he's all good enough. You also have to take into account he's not necessarily on a good team, good record. So I'm pretty sure that that plays a big role in all departments when it comes to, like, MVP, all teams and things of that nature. And then on top of that, with voters, I don't think he would necessarily be a popular enough player also to where he can actually win a, um, the defensive player of the year. Like, he has some popularity, but it's not for the right reason. But he still made the all-defensive team. Like, making the all-defensive team, the voters see you as a top 10 defender or top four defender in your position. And a, a forward, being a top four Defender as a forward is very impressive. Like, there's players that are very good. I think OG and Anubi didn't even make the list, but Dylan Brooks did. But maybe you could even say he, the reason he made the list is because the Grizzlies were so good, because that's a part of it, too. That it's not sometimes it's not really the best defenders, it's just the best defenders on good teams. Which, I mean, I don't, I don't know. What are you going to say? You're going to say something? I still don't think he has the popularity either to get a defensive player of the year. Uh, to be honest, I say otherwise. I feel like his popularity and the clout that he had last year is the reason why maybe he got a defensive team because, I mean, there's I feel like there's people that can make the same plays as him, but they're also not as known as him. As him. Like, OG is a better defender, but when did you hear OG's name last year? Like, for what reasons? But, I mean, OG was, a, a like, a 10 seed. Like, they finished, the Raptors weren't that But let's go to the next one. You guys want to stick on this? Or you want to say something else? No, I was just going to say, I don't think his popularity from last season carried over to this next season. But the next one is by Aspect3896, and he says, the Clippers will miss the playoffs and start a rebuild. How likely do you think that is to happen? I don't think the Clippers will miss the playoffs, but definitely I think a rebuild is going to happen within the next like two, three years. Maybe even next year, yeah. I think I it's more likely that they... I think they can miss the playoffs, honestly. I think it's very possible in their future. Just simply because Kawhi and Paul George just have not been consistently healthy. Like, But the, the rebuild part, I don't think this like next year they'll start. I think 
in a couple of years because they're building a new arena. They want to bring in tickets. They want to bring in people. So that's probably even maybe influenced why they brought in Harden because he's a popular name. People know who James Harden is, even if you don't follow the NBA. And you know who, you probably know who Kawhi Leonard is. You know who Russell Westbrook is. So I don't think they're going to rebuild next year if they miss the playoffs, but I think they could miss the playoffs and just try to run it back again. And maybe after that one, they'll rebuild, like you said, like two, three years. But I think you're kind of like there's a real possibility that they do miss the playoffs. I personally don't see them missing the playoffs. Like, I feel like it's kind of a stretch. But um, I definitely do see them going into rebuild mode considering they have a lot of contracts that are about to expire in the upcoming like year or two. If I'm not mistaken, both Kawhi and him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. They're on uh, player options, I'm pretty sure. Or team options, some type of option. Things are going well there after this season, especially. Like in the event that they do miss the playoffs, I don't. Or maybe. I don't. Yeah. But what the thing is though, what type of team would even try to offer the money, and be you know like you could be a tenth seed and miss the playoffs, you know, like or eight like a ninth seed and miss the playoffs, but you could have take that option for forty five, and if you go to the free uh free agency market, they're gonna offer you less money because simply just you know because of how your contract is formed and in relation to uh, you know other positions, and are you gonna take that Hornets money, and they're you could even say oh. They're not gonna. They're they're farther away from winning a championship in the next two three years when I'm still at this top level compared to uh, the Clippers right now. So, uh, but you can uh, continue what you're saying. Oh, I forgot what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, how likely did? Oh, my, bro, I keep on interrupting you, bro. Keep going. I was saying, uh, yeah, there's a likely chance of rebuilding. I say this because it really depends on how they do this upcoming season. I don't see though there's a chance of rebuilding. I also like find it hard to believe that Kawhi would leave for some reason. Like something tells me he wouldn't leave. But he I left the make... the Raptors when they just won the championship. Yeah, but I feel like there's more factors that come into play when it comes to like the Clippers, considering this is like his hometown team and things of that nature. I don't like. I wouldn't be surprised if he just wanted to like play it out there. Mm-hmm. So that's just my take on that. I don't know. It's very, um, I think, very interesting when it comes to how good the Clippers can be, like, just down the stretch, because they don't even have the picks. We were talking about it last episode with the James Harden trade, but with limited to no picks left, it's just very interesting when it comes to what the Clippers were going to look like in 2028. Most definitely, most definitely. If they do start their rebuild this year, I don't think any of them are going to go places for a lot of money. Like, they're not going to go for the same amount of money they've been just playing for. I think they're going to go for, you know, maybe a little bit less money, but on a team that can actually get them somewhere. Like, Paul George, I know he still wants to win. So if he doesn't see results this year, uh, I don't think he's staying with the Clippers. Uh, Westbrook, I know his eight-year, I mean, his $8 million deal is this year, and he can go somewhere. He might, he might want to go to a contender. But the two, you know, he's been leaving all of his teams. But Kawhi, I see him leaving too. Like he came to the Clippers. I don't, I don't see any of them retiring anytime soon. So I think he can still come back at some point. But I don't know. I just think they'll go for a little bit less money, but actually go somewhere where they think they can win, where they think they fit. If they do leave this year, after this year. Like, what team do you think of when you say that? What teams, like, for who? I'm saying, okay, for Paul George. What team do you think he would go to that he would sacrifice less money to join? Maybe the Mavericks? That's the thing. You're sacrificing a lot of money. It's like $40 million is how much he would get if he just, with the player option, versus, like, I don't know, 10 maybe 15 But still, I mean... That's a lot of money you would be missing out on. 15 mil is way too low, though. I don't think none of them are going to go to 15 mil. I'm just saying none of them are close to actually retiring, but they're still, like, you know, they're still getting older. I don't think Paul George is going to be as good in the next four years, five years. Same with Kawhi. I, don't, I just don't think their injuries are going to let them play that long. The thing is, though, you have to get rid of something for them to fill in that spot that 
Paul George the money. Like you have to lose some something for them to get Paul George. And if you want to say they trade away Tim Hardaway and they put a pick in it just for that cap space to f- sign uh, hard. I mean Paul George. Okay, but you still have you're still losing a pick and a role player. Like you have to say something. They're not gonna, just gonna be able to just to leave any team and then join a playoff team for pennies on the dollar. They're gonna have to. I mean, not gonna be able to sign and then for forty million because that's just not how the free agency works, especially with how it's gonna work now. That's the team I picture him on. I think I think the Mavericks could be a good spot for him or even Kawhi to be honest. Because I, I don't know for both of them, I feel like they don't need the ball. At all times, but I like the spot, but I'm just saying the the, it's like easier said than done. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and there's definitely other teams I can see them, you know, both going to even all four of them. Like you know, there's mm-hmm. teams I can think of that I think would help. I mean, that they could go to, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we'll see how this season goes because that's really the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. You know, the season started somewhat recently. It's still kind of new into the season. Only about six, seven games in for each team. But we're going to go through some teams that have done really well to start off and really bad to start off. And we'll see. Do we think this is kind of exact? Are we? Are they, are they going to look like this for the rest of the year? Are they going to look like this for the rest of the year? Or is it just, oh, this is just a bad beginning. They're going to bounce back. They're still a top 15 team like the Utah Jazz, according to Muhammad. But uh, we'll, we'll, let, let's, I'm going to give you guys the first team. They are the Bulls. The Bulls are two and five. You think they're gonna? They are fourteenth in the East. Where do you think is the future for the Bulls this season? Uh, me personally, I feel like they're gonna blow it up by the end of this year because, bro, they have no point guard. They have nobody like. I mean, they don't. They have a Javon Carter. He's a good role player. They have Io bro. and they have Caruso, but they don't have a playmaker. I guess like a traditional, more traditional point guard. About all the good teams, I feel like they have a great point guard. Like, like the Celtics have Drew, the 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 Nuggets have Jamal Murray, and who else? The Bucks have Dame. Uh, who else? I mean, the Suns. I guess they have either Devin Booker or Bradley Beal. But I'm just saying, like, to have a pretty good like success rate. Like, I feel like you need a good point guard, and it can't be no. Like, you know, like, it can't just be somebody you consider just a role player because he needs to be out there doing his thing. And I feel like just they're struggling with that. Like, their point guard issue is just not okay. And I know Zach you. Hold Levine's on. Hold on. Three shots. They scored 50 points and they still lost. The thing is, are you considering Lonzo to be a star point guard then? Like an all-star caliber no. point guard? I'm not saying he's an all-star. I, I'm saying he fit really good with that team. I'm saying when he was playing, they were number one seed at some point, and then he got hurt, and now look at him. They're getting... No. But not, not all of it is just due to him being gone, though. Like, if he just joined, they wouldn't just shoot straight back up, in my opinion. I think a lot of that was part of teams back, like, uh, in that season in the beginning, like the Celtics, they started off very slow, and they were just a really hot team that just got even hotter with Alonzo. And I think just adding him in doesn't just solve all the issues. I think not just you, but people in general, when they look at the team, they just think, oh, once they get Lonzo, it's going to be all, everything's going to be back to normal. It's not going to be like that. And I think even at their ceiling, what is the ceiling for the Bulls with Lonzo? A second round, like a, probably a second round exit, like a fifth seed. Yeah. They probably make the second round. That's like the worst thing. That's maybe one of the worst positions to be is a second round caliber team that like you have no more assets. You can't do nothing else with. So, isn't it better just to, you know, tank it all? I think they should tank. I think they're going to be the next team to tank. Like, last year was the, I mean, this year was the Blazers. I think they're going to be the next one. Mama, what do you think? Do you think they're going to uh, blow it up, too? I I do think they're going to blow it up. Um, you know, it's just, they don't, that's, like you said, the, more, the best they could be is, like, a second-round exit team, realistically. Like, they have a lot of players with potential. I personally am I'm a, I'm a big fan of Io. And obviously, you know, they have Zach Levine, Lamar, you know, and uh, but it's just like, I just, it's just not working, you know? Mm-hmm. In terms of what they got going on, you know, they have two very good players, but like for some reason, it's just not meshing together well. And you can also, you can't say Lonzo's missing, but Lonzo's a good point guard, but he's not like, 
I don't think he's like. I don't think he would be the difference maker for his team if he like pushed him over the hump. Yeah, it must. They're they're an interesting team. Yeah. Lonzo is not. I don't think Lonzo is the key. I said a point guard is the key. They need a good point guard, and it can't be a role player as their point guard. I so mean, what? Would, so what do you what are you considering Lonzo to be? Because when you say not a role player, like there's really good there's there's point guard there's role players there's really good point guards and then there's all stars and there's MVPs. Like, are you saying because when Lonzo was in that really good right? I think Lonzo was in that really good category when he played with the Bulls. You think he was leaning more towards all star or role player? I think he was just at that middle just stage middle. where. He needed he needed more time with that team because we don't know. At the end of the day, we saw we saw Lonzo take you know I, I honestly for me I saw Lonzo get better like like at, at the snap of a finger like he left the Pelicans and honestly to me he got way better. You seen him? He was being. I don't think he it was just. I think he still was really like he did take a step, but a lot of the stuff that he wasn't able that he did on the Pelicans they just didn't really. Use. They're a very weird team. Honestly, they're at a very, very weird status, but we don't want to spend too much time on the Bulls. So we're going to go to another team. The Magic are the fourth seed. They're four and two. Do you think they can make the play, uh, the playoffs this year? I do. Um, I'm a Magic. Uh, well, let me think about this. Yeah, I think they will. I think they're probably going to hover around fourth, fifth, sixth seed for a while. I don't think they're going to get any better. The reason why I say I say they might digress a little bit considering they're a younger team, but they definitely have the potential and the like. They, I, I have I can see potential in that team. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, with Wagner, Apollo, you know, a lot of people wanting to skip Markel Fultz. I don't understand why, but like I just feel like with that team, the chemistry they have, especially. Wendell Carter is underrated on top of that. Like I just think I think they have like I think they have a chance to potentially playoffs. I think they're gonna be like a sixth seed, I mean a seventh seed playoff team, you know? I think like they're gonna maybe play the play in, maybe they're even like a ninth seed and then they fight their way into the playoffs. They're probably gonna lose to, you know, maybe the Celtics or something, but I think they can most definitely make the playoffs. Nate, what do you think? You think they're making the playoffs or you think that's too soon for this team? I mean, it is a young team. And I don't know, the way they've been playing recently, uh, who have they beaten, matter of fact? Let me look. Um, They've played. They beat the Jazz. They beat the Lakers. They beat, They lost to the Clippers and Lakers. They beat the Trailblazers. They beat the Mag. I mean, they beat the. They beat the Mag. They beat the Rockets, and then they lost to the Pelicans. So there's some teams that are, like the Lakers is a, a nice win. That's probably their best win so far, but. I mean, they're still. I think, I think it is still too soon. I don't think they're going to be a four to seed. I'll, I'll just say that, but, I think, that's how you think. For me. I don't see them. I don't see them making the playoffs. Maybe the play in, but I mean, I feel like everybody's just kind of jumping to a conclusion. We just seen all the teams. I feel like they beat the Lakers today. I mean, it was a solid game, I guess. But I mean, Lakers are a much better team, so I'm not. I'm not too worried about the Magic beating the Lakers one time. Yeah, beating them one time, and then also the the teams they lost to, I think, are playoff teams. So. The Trailblazers are a playoff team? No, no, hell no. <laughs> but at the same time, you see, like, they lost to the... Did they lose to the Trailblazers? They beat the Trailblazers. Exactly. They're not saying that's what I'm saying. They, Did I just they, say the they beat teams that wasn't... I mean, Trailblazers, they don't even have their star player on their team. They got Shaden Sharp. That's about it. And then, you know, they, they lost to the Pelicans, right? That was in the preseason, my bad. But the teams that in the regular season they lost to, because I said they were four and two, they were the Clippers and then the Lakers. My bad, my bad. Those are those are two teams they would have to compete with, and I just don't see them even getting close to those two teams. But those two teams are in the the West, though. It's not like they're going to be. Exactly, but I'm saying even in the even in the East, 
they still got players. They they still got teams that they got to beat, and I just don't think they're gonna make it over that hump this well, year, at least. I don't think there's that many teams in the East better than them. The the and East is very top heavy. I'll say that it's just like the the Celtics, the Bucks are the two teams that are saying are contenders in the East. Every other team are. Really good playoff teams like the Knicks, maybe even the the Sixers, depending on how they finish the season with the the assets they have, to like the Raptors or something. I'm like, you know. Yeah, I think there's a like I said, I feel like they have a chance of hovering around the five, six, seven range. Mm-hmm. Or at least I'm- look, I don't think I don't think the Magic are better than the Celtics. Sixers, Hawks, Bucks, Nets, Pacers, or the Raptors, or the Heat, and the Cavaliers. Who else? Yeah. And the Wizards. I don't know. Hell no. <laughs> what the hell? I don't think. Honestly, I don't think they're also. I think. I think they're in the same range as maybe like the Hornets. I don't I, I feel like I can see where you're coming from. I feel like they would just be they're better than the Hornets. I would say they're better than the Hornets. But Okay, but at what point are you better though? Like nigga, you're already eleventh, so what? But, but but, fourth right now. Fifth. Against shit teams. They beat the Trailblazers. Lakers and the Clippers. They lost to the Clippers. Okay. Well yeah. they a young team you know like and then playoffs is different like at the end of the day regular season obviously like a, an eight seed team can can go to the nba finals like we saw so i feel like seeding during the regular season as long as you make the playoffs is gonna be shit if you can perform mm. but going to the western conference the grizzlies are the only team in the league right now that have not gotten a win yet they are zero and six i think they play the trailblazers tonight uh, how long do you think this is gonna last? Like, do you think they could still make the play in, maybe, or is it just like they just gotta eat these first twenty five games, finish the season? Like, I don't even know. Try to get a good draft pick, have a bounce back year. What's like? What do you think of uh sixer? I mean, the Grizzlies season is gonna look like. To me personally, I think it's gonna be a bounce back year for them next year. I don't think it's gonna be a very good season for them this year. So you think they're gonna be like thirteenth seed, eleven, uh, twelfth seed type thing? I say they're gonna be that low. I just don't think they're gonna be. I th- I can see them being like nine, ten, like around there. I don't know. The Grizzlies are just. They've been. I think it's a. The way the team is built, even if you add Jaw. I don't think it's going to be a great team. Why do you say that? I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking of the pieces they have. Obviously, Desmond Bain's cool. You know? Um, Marcus Smart, with this team at least, for me, I just don't think it's going well, personally. I mean, they're missing their bigs. Minus Jared, of course. Um... And yeah, Jaws missing too. And that's for a pretty considerable chunk of the season. I think the thing is with them, Jaws out for 25. Like you said, Brandon is out. Uh, Steven Adams is out for the whole season. And yeah. they've lost like Tyus Jones last year. He was a playmaker for them. There's no some there's not somebody that can create the offense for the team without Jaw. And like uh before when Jaw was out, they had Tyus, but now that they he was a part of the trade. They don't have someone to. Uh, they just have a bunch of. I saw somewhere they said uh, someone said that they have a bunch of play finishers, but not enough play creators. Like you can give it to Desmond Bain for the three, but it's gonna be. It's easier for you for him to get an off ball screen or something, and get that three off. You pass it him, you know, or get the lob from Jaron. Then for them to create it for themselves, because that's not really how they play their game. Like they're more, yeah. you know, the gravity of Jaw. Oh, they, people try to get him to run. Uh, he's trying to prevent him to run to the rim. He's open for the three, maybe once or twice a game. You know, it's just a. Uh, I don't know. The Grizzlies are just weird, man. Because I feel like some people, 
not, I almost hate that, but I'm just saying, they're just in a weird, like, they're just very weird, like, they're weird, man. They're weird. Yeah. I think they made a pretty big mistake trading away Tyus, considering, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think his, like, turnover to assist ratio was like a zero, or damn near zero. Like, it was hella low. I don't think, you, can you have a zero, zero uh, turnover assist ratio? Cause that doesn't make sense like, to me. Cause that means you get no assist, no ratio, like no what's called. I think if I know what you're talking about, it was like, like the ratio was something like six to zero or something like that. It was like, hello, bro. Look, when Ja comes back, I still see them. You know, twenty five games is hard to come back from, especially being zero and five right now. So zero and six. When six, when they lost yesterday, huh? Mm-hmm. It's 25 games plus the fact that he's probably going to miss a couple games. Just due to injury and stuff. Okay. But look, though, based off of last year and looking at the Eastern Conference especially and looking at the records and what teams were, actually the whole league and what teams were making, you know, like playoffs in general with their record, I think the losses that they might take before Ja comes back will be hurt. Like, they'll hurt them, but I don't think it'll hurt them to the point where they're not going to even have, like, a chance of making the playoffs. I think, regardless, it's still a playoff team because when John comes back, he's a problem for everybody. Like, you can't – you can't. there's really not a way, and I don't think that a lot of teams even found a way to stop John last year. He had a phenomenal season last year. So, yeah, that's number one. Number two, Marcus Smart could be that backup. You know, at the end of the day, he's still a defensive point guard, and they might need that. And I think that's what they were thinking – so yeah, they go and use that, and then also, well, that team is that team is gonna be fine. I feel like it's the same really team, but they just lost their backup point guard. No, this is different. They just the injuries. I think is another thing. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but Stephen Adams didn't play last year either. He didn't even see the court last year. What? And then what's his name? Huh? Stephen Adams was getting PT. What are you talking about, man? He did not play last year. He was out last year. He was out for. I'm pretty sure he was out for stretches, but. He was still playing. Uh, Steven Adams? I don't think he played last year. Let me look. Let me check. But continue what you're saying. I'm going to let you know. And then, and then somebody on the... Oh, I forgot his name. Somebody else tore his ACL. Clark. Yeah, him. He tore his ACL, but he's back now. He just... you know That whole offense is just... I feel like they, they, they recruited... What's his name? Marcus Smart. That whole team is just supposed to revolve around John Morant. Which is... I mean, I think that's a pretty good bet. But... Yeah, I think when he comes back, they're gonna be pretty solid. Like it's not it's not really gonna be an issue for them to pick up. But it maybe I'll say I'll give him like play in, maybe playoffs. Mm. I don't know. But he played forty two games last year. So he played some games. We didn't get nothing like you're you're trying to say, but anyways, going back to the top of the West, the Mavericks, Luke has been having an MVP. He's been playing like an MVP. He's four and one. Let me check the uh, teams they've beat. I know they're playing the Hornets right now, but I know they beat the the um, the Mavericks. They've played the Nuggets, who they lost to. They beat the Bulls. They beat the Grizzlies. They beat the Mavericks, and then they beat the Spurs. So, is you know, do you think the Mavericks can be their when I say number three right now? Are they going to stay at that level? Or not? Like, are they still a? Can they have home court advantage in the playoffs as a top four seed, or is it just like I said, too early? You gotta see. They're just hot right now. They're gonna fall down. The defense just been a little bit better than how it usually is. Maybe because Luca, he's at MVP season. He's not gonna be playing almost forty points per game every night. You expect him to be, you know, six or seven. Yes, I do. I think. I think last year they didn't really have enough time to, you know, work that stuff out. And I think they they got Jeremy Grant now. Or, yeah, whatever. You uh, mean Grant, Grant Williams. Williams? I'm like, Jeremy Grant. Bro, it's, it's your fault. You keep on messing up with the Williams, man. Yeah, I didn't mess up with the Williams. But anyway, uh, what is it called? I think now that they got uh, Grant, it's going to be it's gonna be pretty solid for them. Like, defensively. They had a really a game against the uh, or Nuggets was pretty solid. Like, you know, considering the fact that they just started a game, and then the Maver you know Denver has been playing with each other for a while. Like, 
they had a pretty good game. Luca had a great game, but you know it is kind of early. But I do think we will figure it out down the stretch. You know, you never know what can happen in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they're probably gonna be like fifth, sixth seed. Um, I don't know. Like they're they're a good playoff team. I had some issues with Kyrie and Luca. I don't know how that perimeter defense would look. I thought it would be a little bit sh- more shaky, like how it was. But they've been looking solid. Um, Derek Lively's having a, a nice rookie year. Um, Grant Williams <laughs> has been has been good as well. You know, good for them. And I think they're just a good playoff team. Yeah, I think they're a good playoff team. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. I really see them hovering around six. Um, I don't think they'll have any like difficulty making the playoffs, but I don't think they will necessarily go that far in. And the reason why I say this is because, like, I just think of it from a defensive standpoint, you know? Because, um, realistically, most teams are kind of figured out by, like, first or second game of the series. Like, your, your, the whole offensive scheme kind of goes out the window at that point. So, um, I feel like another thing that, but with that also, another thing that I realized is that the offensive weapons that they have aren't just your typical offensive weapons. It's Kyrie Irving and Doncic. So like you have to also take that into account, which means they could potentially go further, but I don't see it happening just by just because of how like how deep the West is possible. But um yeah, I don't know. I just feel like defensively they're they won't make it that far in the playoffs. especially like if they're playing Luka and Kyrie. They're not necessarily defensive players. Not by any means are they playing bad this season so far, but like, I just don't think in the long run it'll help them go all the way. I think it's like if they go against, I think kind of what you were saying earlier with the, I forget what team, but like a second round exit, like they're probably a second round exit. But the thing is they got Luka, who we've seen before in other playoff runs, conference finals when he was playing against the Clippers. He could put up some crazy stat lines in the playoffs, so. They got they had that definitely on their way, and Kyrie's also had some great moments in the playoffs, but they're I think they're very like they're unique. They're a very unique team. I feel like at this point, and that's one team I was saying it before. I think that's one team I like. I'm very interested in seeing how this whole season plays out for them. But to finish off the segment, we're gonna talk about the 76ers. They haven't had James Harden the entire year, but they are still the second seed in the conference, four and one. What do you think about the Sixers in? We said before we didn't consider them to be contenders. I mean, you guys agree with me saying that they weren't at that top level. They're second seed right now without after trading their second best player. Maybe do some more trades. Are they, you know, what, how, what's the likelihood that they make it to the finals or at least the conference finals? Um, I personally, I mean, there's definitely a possibility they can make it to the, to the conference finals with exceptional play. Keyword with exceptional players. Other than that, I don't see them making it that far. I can see them maybe being a second round exit as well. Because that's just my take. I feel like uh, though they're second right now, their play is definitely eventually going to dip considering it's the 76ers. What do you mean considering it's the 76ers? I don't know, bro. They just don't really hold it together like in the long run. You know what I mean? Am I tripping? I mean, uh, <laughs> not really, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, for some reason, they always like take a big dip throughout the season. They've had some lulls, but right now they've been looking good, though. I'll say that. I'll give them that. Especially Maxi. You know, he's the MIP. Honestly, maybe you can even say he's the favorite for most improved player between him or uh, uh, Cam Thomas. Like, they. He's been looking really good. He got player of the week for the East. And I think he got really, like, that's probably really what led them to trade Harden is because they seen that he was really doing his thing out there. And they're like, oh, we got him. Maybe, I don't think he'll play at that level, but the whole season, but 25, I think he might be able to put up on average. Yeah. I'll say the same thing as for the reasoning why they would trade Harden is simply because Maxi is kind of coming into his own. But honestly, I don't even see Maxi as, 
like for me personally, I know realistically he would be a candidate for most improved player. But for me, he's been playing like this the last kind of like two seasons. Or not, sorry, two seasons. Like the last season, especially. And this season, he's been kind of having this going. So I don't really see him as... I don't think it's an improvement. I'm just thinking more people are starting to take notice for it. I think he's been on the radar since Ben Simmons left. After, once Ben Simmons... Like, I mean, not, not since Ben Simmons left. But since he was gone and the Sixers... He filled in for the Sixers. And he was kind of that... What's it called? But he still, like, improved. Like, then he was maybe like... Tw- 17, 18 points per game. And then Harding came. He was really a playmaker for them. Now he got 20, 21. And then this year, I think he's averaging like 28, 29 on the season. Like, he's been showing improvement, but, you know, I want to give him that respect right there. But, Nate, what do you think about the Sixers, man? All right. To start off, I'd like to say with a player like Joel Embiid, you know, MVP from last year, and you're you're still gonna have good chances of going far, you know. So that's one thing. And number two, I feel like they've been playing more team basketball, and like their rotations against, especially I was watching the Suns game, the rotations against the Suns game was amazing. Like they were actually putting like everybody was touching the ball during possession, and I feel like that's all because of number one Maxi, he was doing a great job of distributing, mm-hmm. but he was also shooting lights out. Like he was. He was really out there hooping, so, uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I feel like with Harden gone, seeing uh, Joel Embiid, he actually uh, defended Harden when he said uh, I, he was the system. He I says, I'm not a system like, player, I'm the system. I could be a system. Yeah. Like, he, Joel Embiid was like, yeah, he did a pretty good job of you know, getting our offense uh, started or whatever. But I'm just saying now I'm seeing more team basketball from the 76ers. Even Tobias Harris had his time to shine against the Suns. He was, he was making some great plays. Um, I mean, I'll be sleeping on Tobias, bro. Tobias is not as bad as you guys think he is. I promise. But he said he was bad, but he's also not on Joel Embiid's level. Or So it's just like, you know, when you have Joel Embiid on your team, you're not going to be seen as much. But, uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, I think they were... And Kelly Oubre, too. Yeah, was, I think all... it was. I saw a stat where... Four people on the Sixers are averaging 20, and it was Kelly, I think Tobias, Maxi, and Embiid. So, like you were saying, it's been a lot of, you know, ball movement, team ball, yeah. everyone getting there. I think it's just on any given night, those players can can actually perform. And it's not just because, oh, like, they got lucky or whatever, but I just think, like, their team, like, their, their coaching and their team just has a little bit figured out to where it's like, okay, in these situations, we can use this player to do this. And I feel like that's what they were doing against the Suns, and they got the win over them. And, yeah, and you see Joel, he's not scoring as much, but he is also <laughs> playing more team basketball too. So I think with him and Maxi doing that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take them pretty far. I think another thing we forgot to mention as well, their new pickups on top of that. Like who? You just want to talk, bro. Why are you saying about them new pickups? You don't even, you don't even remember. Name one play. We just mentioned Kelly Oubre. He joined the team. That's a new pickup. Kelly Oubre. All the Clippers pickups. Oh. You could have just said that, bro. I mean, I kind of went without saying, but okay. No, nah, because when I said what pickups, you didn't say anything. <laughs> he said. I thought he wanted me to say Nicholas Platoon. That's why. Oh. Why? What's wrong with Nicholas Batum? Fourth quarter, why you put Nicholas Batum? So, for this part, we're going to be doing a team draft. Uh, we're going to go snake. So, it goes Muhammad, Tef, me, me, Tef, Muhammad, and then just keep on going like that. So, it's current, currently in the, right now, which is what currently means. So, Muhammad, any player right now, who do you want on your team to start off? Um, play it safe, go Jokic. Jokic at the center. And then Nate, where are you gonna put? Who are you gonna uh, draft right now? After. <laughs> um, yeah, shoot, I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum. <laughs> <sighs> let me know. Let me. I gotta put my camera. Give me Steph Curry and Giannis. <laughs> 
Steph Curry and Giannis? Y'all just sold y'allself. You said what? Power forward. He gonna be a power forward. not how you spell the name, but we're gonna keep it pushing. Alright, name. Who are you gonna pick who you gonna pick now? Um I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Luca. Alright. Okay. Mom, who do you want? I'm gonna go Dame. And then now you go again. Uh, I'll go Jalen Brown. Okay. Shooting guard. Uh-huh. Uh, can I change that out, actually? Can I switch it? Yeah. I'll go D-Book. All right. Tef, what do you, who's going to be your, sm uh, who are you going to pick now? Hmm. I'm going to pick Embiid. Okay. Okay. Give me, at my shooting guard, Paul George. And at my small forward, LeBron. Now your turn. Now who you gonna pick? You have a small forward and power forward open. Alright, uh, for my, let me think, let me think. No, I already have a small forward. Oh, I mean, uh, shooting guard and power forward. My bad. My shooting guard. Shoot. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go KD. Yeah. All right, power forward? Yeah. All right. Mama, you got two more picks. You're going to have small forward and power forward. Uh, Anthony Davis and Kawhi. Why are you putting AD at the small forward? Probably. Oh, that's facts. <laughs> but. I was going to pick AD at my center. It would have been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All right, Nate. Now you got a shooting guard or your six man because we have six man too. And when I say six yeah. man, it's not. You have to pick an actual six man. You could pick any player to be your six man. You gonna put go Jimmy? Yeah. Dang, well, I wish I got AD and I gotta think. Cause I need to find someone that can shoot to help Giannis. But we also got Steph, so you don't have to worry that much about shooting. Let me go bam, bro. You get you're not scoring anything in that paint with Hell no, that's not a six man, nigga. No, for my center. I don't have a center yet. And then now I can pick my six man. And my yeah, six man is gonna be what I got? Uh, let me think, man. Feeling great, you know. Man, let's get his brother. Let's get the Nassus, man. We're going to be feeling great in that locker room. We're going to win it, bro. My team's number one. Get the Nassus in on my six man, bro. Quit playing with me. Nepotism at its finest. Bro, hey, we're going to be turning up at the sell up when we win the ring. Because we're... I'm beating Muhammad's team by 50, and then Tefli gonna beat you by about 57. You're not beating me. I don't think you're beating me either. My team is better. Uh, okay, to each their own, bro. How the hell do you even spell that nigga's name? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. He's his older brother, too. Why is he little, bro? No, bro.
But now, Nate, you can pick your sixth man. It's hard picking your six men. That's why I just went with the Nasus. We just gonna turn up at the party. You can. I don't think you can beat me, but let me think. Pick Josh Okogi. Yeah, you could pick Okogi. Does that have to be a legitimate six man? No, I said you could be any player. He just picked the six man. You said it didn't have to be a six man. A literal six man. It could be like Jalen Brunson or something. Ali, bro. All this time to think you ain't thought of nobody yet. It's not even nice, bro. Jalen. Oh. I forgot he was even available. Because, what's it called? Because he put, took D book instead. <laughs> but now, Mom, you could pick your six man and, uh,. I have a couple options, but I'm playing favoritism right now. I'm just going to go with Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, okay. So, let's do a little recap on the teams. Muhammad's team is Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic, and Anthony Edwards. Tef's team is Luka Doncic, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and Jalen Brown. And my team... Best team, Steph Curry, Paul George, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bam, Adebayo, and Thanasis Antetokounmpo. Let us know in the comments. Rank these teams and let them know that my team is number one, even though, you know what I'm saying. I just think, okay, should we all make our case why we think it's our team is number one? Because I feel like it should even, bro, I got Giannis and Bam. You're not going to be able to score. And I got Paul George and LeBron. For Giannis and Bam, they're not that great shooters. But I have Steph. I got Portrait and LeBron. They could help. Steph's not that great of a defender. We got defenders to help him. LeBron, none of these players on the team are very... They are, they're not ball dominant. They don't need the ball to do everything. And uh, we got the best uh, vocal six man off the bench. He gonna help us out. He gonna be giving out about 50,000 high fives. You know, he gonna be clapping every single game. He gonna, let's go, let's go. Like, he gonna be going crazy too. I think my team, my team's the best team, bro. Go ahead, Mohammed. I mean, I think my team speaks for itself, bro. I don't even gotta say too much. Your team got, outside of AD and Kawhi, no defense, bro. That perimeter defense without, like, we just gotta put Kawhi on the corner. Bro, we just gonna have a field day with Booker and Dame. They're not gonna be able to stop Steph and Paul George and LeBron. We shall see. What do you mean, we shall see, like... Like who? Uh, come, come playoffs, come playoffs. You see what my players is able to do. You got Kevin Durant on your team and Joel Embiid. You talk about playoffs. Yeah, come playoffs. You know you got the most success. Bro, Embiid's always hurt in the playoffs. He's been hurt, bro. He's been hurt in the playoffs since 2019. Embiid. It don't matter. That's his finger. That's his finger. Regardless, I ain't never, I ain't never seen Bam perform anything. Because it's not even his role. That's not his role though. His role isn't to be a scorer, nothing. Hey, quit playing with playoff P, man. You know how we get that. You saw him in the 2021 when he was in the conference finals. He was hooping. Hey, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, only player on my team that can't really play defense, but you know he's not trash. Is Luca? I'm saying he's he's low, bro. I mean, it, Steph Curry is that, that boy getting bullied. Bro, Luca's gonna have to play full court defense to guard Steph, and he's gonna have to. Bro, so who are you putting on Steph? Who are you putting on Steph? You're putting Luca on Steph? Bro, I would put Jimmy on Steph. Okay, now who are you going to put on Paul George? Luca? Luca. Paul George. Bro, I like Luca. Luca, I got his jersey, bro. Paul George is going to okay. give Luca the I business, like Paul bro. George, but he ain't proved shit to me yet, so it don't matter. All I'm saying is, look at this. Who won, who, who won the playoff series against Mavs versus uh, Clippers? 
the Clippers both times. My player, Paul George. But no, they wouldn't even put him on. They didn't even put him on. They put Patrick Beverly on Luca. But you're saying like he was the primary defender. Pat Bev, Pat Bev was mainly the guy that was guarding him. Kevin Durant, I'm promise you, nobody on this team can guard him. Nobody on your team can guard him. And B, I, bro, I got paint defense and I got a score. That's all I need. And then, oh man, don't get me started on the richest player, highest paid player in the NBA, bro. Watch out. But hey, let us know in the comments. This is the end of the episode. You guys have any uh, closing thoughts? My closing thought is we're winning. My team is winning. I just want to say, I let them, you know, get their little little two two picks at a time action, you know, but I'm still the best. You see him? He Why you act like you didn't also get two picks? Bro, you got... What? You got... What I get? What's it called? It's a, it's a snake draft. You, It's yeah, fair yeah, for everybody. You act like... We've literally had this conversation how many times? They don't understand... They don't understand how a snake draft works. I don't understand how they don't understand. I understand. I just... I just wanted to let you guys get your little... Little picks in. You no no no! You asked for number two. Is this why? You asked for number two in the draft. I asked for number two for a reason because I knew Muhammad wanted his snake draft earlier than mine, and you too. You always wanted before me, so I just said, you know what? No, you no. Know. How are you gonna ask for something and then use it as an excuse, bro? You killing me no, today? No, no, no! You killing me? No, 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 no! My team is still better. My team is better, bro. My team is better. Hey, thank you for watching. You know, you have a great day. Lessons and just let us know in the comments. Really, you know what I'm saying.